God bless Texas, and God bless dadass, Tex. Welcome to episode 40 of the Mutant Musings Podcast. It's the middle of January 2019, so we'll be discussing some new comics and some classic comics. I'm your host, Jonathan, and with me as always is my Cajun butt bite, Patty. Here's your friendly reminder that you can leave us a comment on this episode's webpage on geekade.com or 1 million to save Wolverine and the X-Men on Facebook. Leave us some feedback on iTunes. Follow us on Instagram at mutant underscore musings underscore podcast. And as of today, follow us on Twitter at mutant musings. You can expect our same engaging personalities on a whole new platform. Woo. Speaking of engaging personalities... You will find none of those here, good sir or madam. What you'll find in their place is some bad fucking language. For example, the last two episodes contain discussions about Wolverine having intercourse with a tree, making this the third new episode in a row where we've mentioned wood inside of wood. So new addition to Mutant Musings, tree fucking tirades. (laughs) Anyway... There is your explicit content warning. And also, shout-outs to the Art of Justin Prime on Instagram for being a swell fella, listening to one of our episodes, and giving us a shout-out. Unlike us, he's actually talented, hence the Art of Justin Prime. So go find him and be nice. So how's it going today? <laughs> it's going. It's going. I set us, uh, I set us all up on Twitter. We got a we got a handful of followers in the past few hours, so that's nice of them. Yeah, that's nice of them. That was nice of them, and uh, because of because of this new Twitter account, it was brought to my attention that there is currently uh, there is currently someone trying to take down Rob Liefeld <laughs> on good, Twitter. Good luck. Like literally, I've been trying for years. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> like literally, it might even still be ongoing as of like this second. Somebody is, somebody is trying to take him down a peg. And listen, if, like, the past 30 years have not taken that man down, he cannot be <laughs> defeated. I would just say, I would just say, even if feet are his weakness, like, you're not going to find that Achilles heel. He's gotten them, he's gotten them well hidden because he don't draw feet is what I'm saying. He's gotten them foot implants. What? He's, he's gone to, to a doctor and gotten his foot implants. And uh, now he can look at his own feet when he's drawing feet. Is what I'm saying. I oh, guess. so that'll be the model. That'll be yeah, the model. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he's got an so what I'm model. what I'm saying is that he probably has baby feet, and <laughs> that's probably the issue with the feet. Because we we were just rereading uh, New Mutants ninety eight to uh, one, X Factor one X Force one X X Force one. That sounds like a plane. Wow, you're you're spoiling this I'm episode. Spoiling this you're episode. Spoiling this episode yeah, on this so episode. That's so fucking meta of you for being so sleepy. Wait, did you say plane? What sounds like a plane? X Force one. X Force one. Yeah, it sounds like a like a Star Wars plane. Or maybe it sounds like. Air Force One. Oh, you so know that's what? what you're <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what I'm Which thinking about. Which I don't think exists in the Star Wars universe. Maybe, but what about what about the Space Force? <laughs> so, so in in those issues, they were very tiny feet. You can go back and look. Yeah, but we can we can talk we can talk about that a little bit later. Um, thankfully. We're considered pretty small potatoes, so I don't think uh, I don't think Rob Liefeld is going to listen to this and you know come come at us. <laughs> please, please don't come in our direction. <laughs> C- 
Come in the safety of your own house. <laughs> Neither of us want that. Okay. So uh, so we actually have we have a lot of comics that we're going to be talking about on this episode. So let's get to it. Yeah. So I was at work and I was reading comics. As you do at work. As I do at work. <laughs> so I hope nobody at work is listening to this. <laughs> so I was reading through comics that were new that week and whatever. And Jonathan had his, you know, preconceived idea of what we were going to be talking about for this episode. And as soon as I read Mr. and Mrs. X number seven, I was like, oh, my God, Jonathan, you you have to read this like as soon as possible because the last panel, oh, my God, you're going to just fucking shit bricks. This is like such an important character and and he and and they're there. So needless to say. When Jonathan read this issue, he was fucking pissed at me. It was not funny. Listen, it was not funny because that's not exactly how it went down. All right. You were like, you're like, oh, my God, the last panel. And I was like, what? What? I'm like, who shows up? I'm thinking like she's thinking of like maybe it was a character that I love. Pyro, Avalanche, Fantasia. And she just said, no, more important. Okay. You didn't say the most important character. So, yeah. So when I got to the last page, yeah. It was it was wonderful. It was wonderful because it was, in fact, the most important character, which you could as have we've said, discussed from last which episode. You could have just said to begin with, and That's we would what have been I on thought the same. Said. We would have been on the same page. Really, it's not my fault because I thought that I said uh-huh. that. Right. So you can't use it against me because right, I, I didn't say what I what I what I actually said. Yeah, I said right. what I meant to say. Yeah. Right. 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 The words that you typed. Yeah. Right, that you That's typed not with, what I meant. with your own hands. Yeah, yeah. It's that's not, fake it's not news. your fault. No. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay, so so no, I liked I liked this issue. I, first of all, I was tempted to look at the last page, but but I, I fucking I didn't. Um, I just feel when I'm reading this though, I feel like Kelly Thompson is having so much fun writing this. Yeah, you know, Mojo's like in control of of like whatever situation they're gonna be in, and he decides to put them in this like noir setting. And Rogue has this fucking skin-tight, shiny bodysuit, and it was so hot. And there are a couple of butt references right in the first few pages. So Rogue made a crack, uh-huh, ah! uh-huh, about Remy trying to get her to bite his butt. And then, and then when they're when they're crawling through the vents or whatever, he like touches her butt. And and um and it's you, there's not enough butt love. In Marvel Comics, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's not enough butt love in X-Men. Like, sometimes we get to see butt, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, when yeah. si- when Psylocke was in was in the, the ninja body, yeah. and she had the little floss right yeah, up the yeah, crack, yeah. you know? You know what I mean? But uh, other than that, like, like, give me a good example of X-Men butt love. Uh, Nightcrawler. They're constantly showing his ass. Are they? Yeah, I've I've shown you shots of it. You have, okay. Yeah, and uh, Namor has some good ass shots too. Okay, well, see, see, Namor only half counts. I only give him one cheek, not both cheeks, on this one because he might be a mutant and he's worked with the X Men before, but he typically doesn't. So I need better butt examples. But I love this art. I, I really do, and and a couple of people commented on this on on Instagram lately. Oscar Basil Dua, I I probably butchered that, and I apologize, but I think is an amazing artist. He draws faces a little weird, but they still are kind of pretty. It's just like the lips and the eyes a little far apart. I don't know. It's kind of weird, but this guy does amazing action. Like when Gambit and Rogue are fighting against like these fucking random goons, it was just so epic. And again. 
so much fun. And that was, it was, it, it was like that for most of the issue, you know, just a lot of mindless fun until this one moment where Rogue actually kills Gambit. And that kind of fucked me up because the art in that was like really disturbing. Yeah. And then uh, Mojo is just like, okay, well, this is not going to work. <laughs> Spiral tries to get a reading on Rogue, but like the really weird oh, yeah. and like, you know, maybe that has to do something with her new powers or maybe. whatever. Yeah. But uh, we don't know about that for now. So Mojo is like, okay, so let's let's check the Twitter poll. So that 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 poll is for real. Like that was an actual Twitter poll. I oh think, really? Yeah, I think Jordan D. White did that. Uh, I think, and people were, you know, they were all voting for like you know like the most popular X Men, and so Rogue and Gambit actually made numbers six and eight. But then, like, that that sequence where Gambit died, it was, like, no explanation, and it was so weird, because, like, you know, is this some so fucking weird thing that Mojo is pulling? Is Gambit actually dead? No. Sure, no, yeah, you, you're right. I'm sure he's fine, but the art was just disturbing, because he was, like, literally a fucking skeleton, except for, like, his hair and costume, and then he turned to dust, and she, Rogue, doesn't know what's happening. Yeah, and that's when Spiral does that reading, and is like, what? Like, this doesn't, this isn't right. But yeah, so Mojo decides to recast Gambit's part. And who is it? It's Longshot. Yeah, he's here to save the Marvel Universe. Yep, starting again. With, starting with, yeah, yeah, Longshot saves the Marvel Universe. Part, part deux. deux. Part deux, starting with Mr. and Mrs. X number seven. So, so perfect. So that, that's where we are. I fucking jinxed myself. I jinxed the shit out of myself when I was going on those long shot rants last time. But so, listen, I don't actually love long shot. I don't love long shot that much. I don't think he's that important. But I don't hate him. I don't. I don't really have like you know so much against the guy. Like he's a fun character. He's silly and and he's you know good for a good time. Like I, <laughs> I guess. But I was not expecting him. <laughs> not fucking. <laughs> expecting him on the last page. So when I, I was so mad, <laughs> so mad. So when I said what I what I meant to say in oh. that it was the most important character. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's that was the big surprise. And Jonathan's yeah. like, "Oh, are you sure you want to talk about this instead of Shatterstar?" And I was like, "I am one hundred percent sure." So yeah, I don't know. You know, I'm I'm enjoying Mister and Mrs. X so far. It's not really deep, but it's a lot of fun. You know, the the writing and the art of those panels, again, I'm coming back to this again, of Gambit dying. Like, you know, he can't possibly de- be dead. But the sequence was really sad and disturbing. And then, you know, Spiral listing these things wrong with, with Rogue. And, like, what the fuck is wrong with her? And, I don't know, it's kind of sad. This left on, like, a, a really down note, even though Longshot showed up at the end. As opposed to, like, the last issue where they're hanging upside down again. Again, you know? But, I don't know. I'm liking this book so far. Yeah, me too. And it uh, relates perfectly to the next thing that we're talking about, which is Domino number 10. Yeah, you like how I did that? Yeah. You like how I put them in this order? Yeah, you're yeah, smart. I meant, I meant to do that. See, what I wrote uh-huh. was actually what I meant to, to write. Oh. See, oh, know- oh, okay. So see- we're attacking me is what is happening right now. I see. <laughs> well, maybe Longshot will come and save you, Patty. You know what? Fine. <laughs> Fine. Longshot saves the Pattyverse. Wait a Good. second. I don't like him. All right, so next comic we're talking about is uh, Domino number 10. And so, speak of the devil, Domino saves Longshot. The Longshot universe. uh, What? Domino (laughs) saves the Longshot universe. (laughs) What is happening? I don't know. (laughs) And he, he hugs her. 
And his face was just so funny, and so was hers. And she's just like, "Oh, we're doing this now, okay." And I thought that was I thought that was hilarious. I do have to say though, I hate how this one issue had like fucking multiple artists again. <laughs> Last time it was it was two artists. You know, Domino got a little bit of the DP, and uh, now it was just like a fucking gaggle of fucking. It's like four. Four different pencilers, I think. Wow, I didn't even catch that. Yeah, and and it was not very good. I'm sorry. I'm not going to, you know. Yeah, I no, some of it was fucking terrible. It really, it really was really unfortunate. Of course, you know, who who was the good art on this book? David Baldion, because we love him. He's a swell fella, and he's a really great artist. But outside of that, no, it was not, it was not very good. And so Atlas Bear is going to kill Longshot until Outlaw punches her. Like... Atlas Bear was like Wakanda forever, and then Outlaw punches her and says, "says God bless Texas." And I don't know. That, yeah, she's that like, "We have a saying where we come, where I come from too." So <laughs> I love your Texas accent. Thank you. That was perfect. So Longshot said, "Okay, so we need to go to the Mojo Verse because he's sick." To because because I'm sick. Yeah. And um, get my Mojo cleaned out. <laughs> <laughs> So they go to, you know, and it's like a, like an apocalypse, apocalyptic world. Apocalyptic? Uh, apocalyptic. How do you apocalyptic? Is that what they wear in the age of apocalypse? It's apoc- yes. It's apocalypse brand lipstick. <laughs> apocalyptic. Oh my God. Oh that's, my God. He's got like blue lips too, right? Yeah. He does. Perfect. He does make those big pouty lips. Yeah. Those DSLs. The DSL and the AOA. Oh my god. A? Yeah. A. <laughs> so, so they go there and it's just like a piece of shit. Everybody is... Don't make fun of the poor. So like everybody, everybody is poor. Everybody lives in these houses that are like falling apart and they can't see doctors. Only like the elite can see do- the doctors or whatever. Yes. So they go in to talk to this guy... I guess he's some kind of leader or something. No, he was like some trash guy. Tr- some trash guy, whatever. Yeah. Some some trash leader guy. Trash man. Trash man. So they're like, we don't have any money. And Domino is like, come on, Diamondback. We know some of those diamonds are real. Mm. And she's like, ugh, fine. So she gives this trash man this giant diamond. And she's like, we should leave. And they were like, what? And she's like, it's going to explode. And I was like, oh, thank God she didn't have to actually, like, you know, lose any of her actual diamonds. That would be, that would just be so tragic in this issue. Because then what the fuck would they call her? Back? <laughs> they would just call her back. Exactly. So, She's diamondless you know, back. All of these, all of these poor people can't get health care. But the real tragedy is if Diamondback lost her diamonds. <laughs> Damn. Is, is what I'm saying. Oh, man. After they they exploded the guy and they they fought the uh, the guys who were protecting the hospital, they brought Longshot in there so that he could get fixed, and then so he could get fixed. Yeah, so he could get fixed. Uh, so they kind of chopped his butt. Bo- yeah, did this last we did time. this. <laughs> so it turned out that he was like allergic to humans. So I guess they just gave him in. Uh, like in ibuprofen or something. Wait, was that was that it? That he was yeah, allergic to humans? Yeah, he was like, he needed like Benadryl or something. Yeah, he was on Earth too long and he was getting allergic to humans is what they said. He had like too much exposure. I completely missed that because maybe just because I thought it was so dumb. Well, whatever. Uh, and then, you know, when they were leaving, Domino was like, uh, you see all these people out here? You're going to take care of all these people. That's right. Dying kid. Just That's take right. take care of all of them. Yeah. 
You work for everybody now. That's right. Bitches. Yeah. Universal so- healthcare. Socialism. Yes. All right. So, so yeah, obviously that, that was the metaphor here, you know, because that fucking, that hospital was the fucking giant tower of Babel, like going up into the fucking sky. And, you know, all the huddled masses around it, you know, didn't have access to healthcare. So the message was kind of obvious, but still sort of understandable. Again, I missed that point or just don't remember it, even even though I... When did I reread it? I don't know. I think I reread it yesterday. I don't know, just because I thought it was kind of dumb. But not that I didn't really like it. You know, it was it was fine. The The final arc was fun and silly, but I didn't realize that this was ending. And I feel like such an asshole. I didn't realize it was ending either. I I must have missed something because we talked about it. It might have been the last episode. It was the recently hot, shots. hot yeah. shots. So I'm like, oh, okay. So wait, so this means that the ongoing is still happening, but also this mini series is going to happen too. That's so, what I thought. <laughs> yeah, that's that's literally what I completely fucking missed something. Now this ended on issue ten, which doesn't normally happen. So maybe this was meant to just be like a what they'll call like a maxi series. Like, from the beginning, and I don't know, but I feel like an idiot, and I'm also sad. I'm, I'm sad that this is done. I mean, we're still gonna we're still gonna get Hot Shots, and that's gonna be five issues, so that's cool. And Domino, you know, as far as I know, is still gonna be in X-Force. At this point, only the first issue has come out, so we don't know if the roster's gonna change at some point, but she is in that. But it, it kind of stinks, you know? Gail Simone and David Baldion were doing a great job on this. Nothing felt quite like the first arc, which took up like five or six issues. And that was really amazing. Delving into her past uh, a bit more. It was really awesome. But still, even the past few issues, including this one, were were fun. Again, like I was saying about Mr. and Mrs. X, it's not very deep. You know, this whole metaphor for healthcare is probably the deepest this has gone. But aside from her backstory, it's yeah, fun. it was just dumb fun, you know? And I, and I enjoyed it, and I'm upset that it's over. I really am. And, uh, I mean, we did get this new character, Atlas Bear, out of it. And even though she was, you know, prepared to kill Longshot, you know, the rest of them knocked her out. And then when she woke up, they explained the situation. And she was like, I'm going to save this guy because I'm a good person. Right. And, you know, they all worked together, you know. So, uh, in the end, like, she said that she, like, did a reading and he wasn't going to affect anything now. That he just needed help. So... You know, I I was glad to see these characters working together. Um, I hope that they can again, other than in Hot Shots, because she was, like, cute seeing her being besties with Diamondback and Outlaw. So, I don't know. Yeah, and I felt like, you know, it was... It was a nice, nice little softer, caring side of Domino at yeah. times here, since she got the spotlight, and some of the other characters were almost incidental. I mean, they were—they were just kind of side characters. It wasn't like anybody else got like a ton of focus. It, it, the book was Domino, but it was really nice to see that. I don't know. I mean, I'm glad that it happened, regardless of what happens in the future. But it does suck that it's over. So next, we're going to talk about Uncanny, and we can't talk about the latest one as of this recording, which is number nine, without talking about number eight. And number eight made me a lot happier because number seven was the one where the students were just in the AOA. And although that was cool to see, I was very iffy uh, after reading that issue about how this was going to go. We were talking about that last time, how, uh, you know, Armor was going to kill Nate Gray. And it was yeah, like, that's oh, how it ended. Oh, oh, oh boy. So no. So, th- so that didn't happen. Um, so it, <clears throat> it opened up with, uh, you know, Armor, like about to kill nate you know like in in the meantime in the real world 
you know, everybody was talking about, like, what to do, and Kitty was like, well, you know, they're all inside Legion right now, you know, just just leave them there, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, buy us some time. Apocalypse, this was, this was crazy. You know, Apocalypse shows up from the fucking rubble, because, you know, Nate's fucking, uh, fucking mansion is, like, destroyed, and... But he's like, we can't let this go. We have to kill him while we have the chance. And, you know, they're trying to stop him. And it's it's hilarious when the kids actually get out because they're all trapped in Legion's head. Apocalypse walks up to Pixie. And he's like, what did you see in there, child? The look on her face. She's like, holy crap, Apocalypse. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. That was like the best panel of the whole fucking issue. Yeah, I loved it. Was, it. it was amazing. It was amazing. But, you know, Apocalypse goes... To fucking to fucking kill Legion and and kill obviously this is gonna kill Nate too because Nate is trapped in there and the X Men stop him and Nate takes over Legion's body and I'm like what the fuck so you've got the the hair but like with the streak and the tattoo and it's like what what the so that's how like the next issue opens number nine opens and I'm like so if Legion and Nate combine does that make Negan I love it. I love it. Yeah, who gets the Walking Dead reference? <laughs> who gets the Walking Jeffrey Dean Morgan? Yes, because I don't read the. I never read the comics, but um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah, so uh, shout out, friend of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Something that I thought was fucking hilarious was when the kids came out. You know, they 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 all came back normal how they started and glob was just back to normal and he was like oh man <laughs> i wanted to be useful he was on fire you know what i mean yeah like on no, okay. i get it uh, also going on in the background so i guess this is going to be some kind of story that's going to be continued later in one of the mini series is coming up is uh-oh. that the uh you know beast was working on a cure Ugh. we don't like beast on this show <laughs> Beast, Beast is just such a fucking dick. I hate him. So, you know, he was talking to Anal, and he was like, what did you do? I know you did something. Mm -hmm. And Anal was like, yeah, I stole it. Beast was like, why? And he was like, to save people who don't want to have, you know, to end up looking like me and have, like, normal lives. And I'm like, okay, I understand this, but, child, you need to fucking think about what you just did because and that's what beast said too that like you didn't help anybody you just weaponized this and then at the same time i'm thinking beast what the fuck why were you working on a cure so like okay and and, uh, exactly i completely agree with you but i gotta say this about anal first and this sucks that this happened to him you know what i mean because he was he was a character that i loved and new X-Men, and even going forward in the, the little appearances he's had since then, and he's dealt with some shit. You know, having, like, uh, I think he, like, lost his arm, and then yeah. it grew back, and it was all bulky, and so he had to deal with the way he looked to begin with. Then the bulky arm, and then, you know, coming out as gay. It's like, you know, it's just there's a lot, against, like, writing against the kid, and it sucks that he has to come to terms with all this, but at the same time, like, I feel like this was just such... Such character assassination. Oh yeah. Uh, I felt I don't I don't know the the resolution I would have preferred 
to this. Like, what other character would have done this? And I would have been like, oh, well, that's, that's already a shithead. Like, Beak or something? Maybe Beak. I don't yeah. know. No, because you know what? It would have made more sense. Because when Beak was depowered, he was all, like, hot and sexy. Yeah, yeah. And then when they had the Mother Vine recently, it changed him back into his bird form. And he said that himself. Like, oh, man, I was hot. So, I don't know, maybe he would be the character, and I would have been like, oh, Yeah, fucking. put it on Beak. Fuck Beak. <laughs> and he and Beast already have a history, you know, with that bat. Oh, man, that that oh, that was upsetting. But anyway, like, so this was, again, akin to The Last Stand, which we brought up recently when we were talking about The Gifted and how they introduced The Cure on that show. Yeah. And even though that subplot on that show wasn't that great, Still di- still was better than The Last Stand. But this is exactly like it. Beast, like in the movie, you know, was helping to develop this cure. And just like in The Last Stand, it gets, it'll get into the wrong hands and it'll become weaponized. I mean, obviously, we'll, we have yet to see if that will actually happen. But I am sure that that is exactly what is going to happen. It's going to end up in the wrong hands. It's going to become weaponized. And that's going to be something else that they're going to have to fucking deal with. Because Beast decided to make a cure. But maybe we just don't have all the facts yet. No, fuck Beast. <laughs> Those are all the facts I need. Fuck Beast. Uh, so getting back to the main story, now that uh, you know Nate is in control of Legion's body, he... Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he knows how to touch all the right spots in that Legion. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, he does. Yeah. Uh, so he tried the same thing that Legion did with, you know, making like an army of dupes out of multiple men. So he just starts like fucking wailing on jamie and just punching him in the face and it's not working and jamie's like stop yeah and he said that jamie prime like disappeared a while ago and he was just a dupe and i was like okay but his dupes have been able to duplicate always yes now listen (laughs) now listen 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 somebody brought this up on twitter too the same exact thing and i was racking my brain i'm like what the fuck did i miss at one point did they stop jamie's dupes from making dupes and that happened i'm literally laying in bed last night getting to sleep late and i'm trying to think and it came to me it finally came to me and i just forgot to actually put that in the notes today that happened in the Multiple Man miniseries that just recently came out. Bullshit. Nothing happened in that series. (laughs) It was either in the final issue or the second to final issue. They came up with some sort of serum or something. You remember that now, right? You remember that now, Uh. right? Right? Came to me last night. Somebody who, somebody who's like, you know, one of the, one of the the X-Men accounts on, on Twitter threw this out. And I don't know if anybody, I started to look through it. And then they were complaining about, like, the writing, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Listen, I hated that series. I hate, I really just want to kind of forget that it happened. And there's nothing against Matthew Rosenberg, because everything else that I've I've read, that he's written, has been great. But that was, I hated that series. I hate what it did to, to Jamie Madrox. But that is a thing that happened. That is a thing that happened. So there you go. The more you know. All right. Well, it's then, a learning experience for us all. So then, whoever is writing this uncanny series isn't just some fucking moron, I guess. Also, Matthew Rosenberg. Also, is- Matthew Rosenberg. So of course, he along, would he along, would reference something that he wrote along with Ed Brisson and Kelly Thompson, who okay. we both love. Yes. Okay. So they're not they're not fucking stupid. They know what they're talking about. <laughs> 
was a so, fun ride, huh? Yeah. You like that little detour? Yeah. It was a good time. So Nate is like, I guess he's like, ah, oh, well, you know what? Fuck it. I, I lost to Angel, so I'm going to right. make Storm yep. a fucking whatever, Knight of Columbus or whatever the fuck you're called. <laughs> what is a horseman? <laughs> whatever, horseman. <laughs> Horseman of Columbus. Horseman, Knight of Columbus, they're basically interchangeable. In Listen, some, in some, I don't know what either of them do. In some so. versions, in some versions of the Bible, <laughs> they talk about the horsemen. But in other versions of the Bible, to be fair, it does say the Knights of Columbus. <laughs> whatever, whatever secret society you want to be part of is is fine. You know, live your own yeah. life. Join whatever cult you want. <laughs> the <laughs> horsemen society. <laughs> they're all the same. <laughs> we got that thing with uh, Storm. Storm is Storm is bad now. Whatever. So then Jean is like, "All right, I'm gonna call everybody." So she's got you know this big splash page, and there's oh, just I like every X Men character. There's like the the new X Men, like the kids, like Surge and Indra got buff. Indra, yeah, there was. What um, the fuck happened? Uh, what's her name? Bling. There was Firestar. There was Fa- Fren- yeah Frenzy. Frenzy was working on a car. <laughs> so cool. She I is love such a lesbian. The, what the fuck? Um, because women can't work on cars. No, 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 no. Not the not fuck? because what happened. No, no, no. Not because <laughs> she was working on a car. Just her character. <laughs> I'm basing this completely on her character. And you just decided, and she's to a lesbian. Speak this, yes. When she's working on a car, yeah. Like, oh, look at that lesbian. I mean, that's just like an extra point on on <laughs> so the lesbian scale. So then we also have like Eva and no, who? What's Eva her Bell? name? No, Eva. Was yeah, there. she was. Eva she was, was right on the front. She was right like on the bottom panel, right there. Oh my god, you're right. Fucking god. Hey, don't curse at me. <laughs> oh yeah, and Kylan is there, and Match. And Maggot, did I mention Maggot? Oh, and I saw somebody on Twitter, and I'm not going to look it up to call them out, but somebody was like, took this picture, and was like, who's the, who's the guy with the studs? And I was like, that's Richter, that stud. <laughs> yeah, so I was right. Jonathan, just fact check me. Eva is there. Gold balls. You got Maggot, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so there's a lot of there's a lot of characters. Right. That she called. So that's that's exciting. Yeah. All right. <laughs> no, but then then after that, uh, Jean, Jean was like, yeah, we need a distraction. So armor. Oh, man. Takes, this was badass. She takes Glob and Rockslide and absorbs them and the horsemen into her armor. <laughs> and Santo was like, it was nice knowing you guys. Yeah, they're just like in this giant orb. And she's like, I don't know how long I can keep you guys in here, but you know, it's it's up to you because I'm I'm holding this ball, so you guys gotta fight him. Yeah, but like Nate, so Nate was ready to just like first of all, he was like wrecking the planet, literally, like starting to tear it apart. And then Beast shows up with all of those X Men. He's like, listen, if you're gonna fight the X Men, you have to fight all of us. And then just behind him all these fucking mutants that aren't a part of like the core team or the students and that was amazing i love that last page we can hate on beast all we want but that was an amazing moment for him to come with all to like lead all of them right there i cannot fucking wait for the next issue and i don't know i guess we kind of touched on on just about 
on everything so far, but I'm not really excited about this recycled plot point. Again, I'm I'm assuming this is going to come back up somehow, maybe in the Age of X-Men. You know, there's going to be some book or some sort of uh, subplot going on with, with the Cure being in there and it being weaponized. I'm not too happy about Anal's character assassination, but Nate had an interesting rant. He was like, listen, like he, Legion and I were the grandchildren and you were scared of us and wanted to control us just like humanity was scared of you and wanted to control you. And I mean, he's not wrong, but also like Legion has serious mental health problems and Nate didn't show up in Uncanny number one, just like, oh, hey, by the way, fellow mutants, I'm thinking about doing this to the world. What do you guys think? No, he just kind of has magneto blob and omega red show up and angel looking all biblical like we're gonna blow up your mansion for the umpteenth time this year so yeah for no uh, reason yeah also uh something that i thought was stupid was apocalypse was going to kill the senator or whatever because the senator had gotten away too yeah kitty faced him through the ground and she was just like yoink and then she (laughs) like put him put him on some other earth somewhere I mean, not not like a different planet, but like just yeah. on a different patch of grass. Yeah. She can phase through the <laughs> galaxy. You didn't know that? She when, was when a guardian. She, when she was, she was a guardian, first of all, yes. And also, when she was riding that bullet through space, she picked yeah. up some new powers. Exactly. She can phase that's, through the galaxy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's her new code that's name. Exa- space bullet. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I was getting at. I know. Um... So, because so, Patty is never wrong. It's right, just Jonathan right, right. on this show. Patty's Patty's never wrong. Right. She doesn't get any of her words are wrong, especially when <laughs> yeah, she no, messes, no. when but, she messages them to Jonathan. They are never wrong. But you call like dirt and grass Earth, <laughs> like you just you know like that's a patch of Earth. You know like people say whatever. I'm not I'm not explaining myself to you. Uh huh. You're so you're such a good such a good communication that's why i'm not you're in accounting yes yes so fuck okay so then the senator was like why why save me i'm a dick and Uh uh-huh she was like i'm gonna fact check patty (laughs) show right now let me let me let me go see as long as we're we're fact checking so then kitty was like because we save every dick that's why yes yes you are correct you are correct. That is that is literally, literally the words on the page. Good. Let's move on to uh, to X twenty three number eight. I feel like we haven't talked about <clears throat> this book in a while. The last issue started a new arc with uh, this ex assassin killing scientists, and so X twenty three and Gabby are investigating, and it's like uh, this, there's there's another clone out there. X twenty three ends up fighting this ex assassin, and when they take off her mask. Yeah, it's another clone. It looks exactly like Laura. And so they're trying to get the ex-assassin out of this uh, out of this facility. And, you know, Beast is there with, like, the helicopter. And Fucking there's a Beast. really awesome sequence uh, of Gabby taking out the soldiers and, like, talking to herself as she's taking them out. And she, like, runs at them as they're firing at her, just smiling, like, hey, everybody. It was great. I loved that panel. Oh, me too. And she was like, okay, I'm going to go... Do the thing over there now that I do <laughs> yeah. when guys are shooting at me. Yeah, it was great. It was fucking great. But yeah, so basically Beast runs some tests and discern- determines that this is like a cybernetic clone. No healing factor. So it's not it's not human. It's basically a robot. And then you cut to this Medi-Extronics producing these things. And this is the ultimate killing machine is how this guy is trying to fucking market it. 
And so, I mean, I kind of get it. Like, you take away the humanity and it is literally just a killing machine. And what's really sad about this issue is that Gabby wants to treat it like it's another sister. You can see that, like, in the beginning, Gabby is saying her, her. And Laura keeps saying, no, it. It's an it. And then when they're going to bed at the X-Mansion, because they're going to stay there for, for the night as Beast is, like, doing his tests on the X-Assassin, you know, Gabby goes to visit. Goes to visit And the, she sneaks her some cookies. Yeah, she's, like, eating the cookies and talking to her and, like, telling this robot about herself. And it was just, it's really sad in a way. But I get it. Because, you know, Gabby lost her sisters and, you know, sees this as, like, another potential sister. and But there's, like, no soul in there. As far as we know now, anyway, it just basically is a robot that looks like Laura. And, you know, Gabby kind of doesn't get that. And, you know, this is, you know, I mean, this this kind of isn't too far just from, far off from, you know, their origin anyway. Kind of something being created and molded into a killing machine. The only thing is, like, this is kind of literally a killing machine, you know? Until we find out more, maybe, in the next issue. Yeah, because it's literally a machine. Yeah. We don't know anything about this ex-assassin yet. Um, You know, she doesn't talk or anything. You know, when they're, like, escaping this facility where Gabby just kicked the shit out of everybody, Laura activated this, like, fucking cannon thing, like, Iron Man has in his hands to, like, propel them up to the helicopter <laughs> And she's like, oh, that still works. That's cool. And Gabby was like, see? So she could have shot at us at any time, but she didn't. So, like, that somehow proves that she's, like, not... I don't know. I don't buy it. I, yeah, I don't buy it either. Because um, they did fight in the last issue for a bit until Laura yeah, knocked her out. I don't... I, I feel like, uh, you know, that this is not going to end well. That no. this is supposed to be, like, very sinister. I don't... I mean, I don't think that there can be any more, like, X-Fam. At least not right now. It's just... Too many of them. Yeah, I. This isn't. See, this isn't going to end, and and there's not going to be a happy ending here. I don't feel like. I feel like, you know, Gabby has these really like kind of like fluffy and frilly ideals, and she wants things to be kind of like cute and happy and family and whatever. And I don't feel like this is going to end that end that way. I feel like it's going to be too cliche and silly if it does. She's going to have maybe some sort of like another hard life lesson, you know, and it's going to be a sad ending that this thing is going to end up being destroyed and that's going to fucking wreck her. I, I don't want to say that I hope that's going to happen. Uh, obviously, I'm I'm really kind of excited to see where this goes, even though there isn't a lot to say about it right now. But I just hope I just hope whatever the writer has planned, that it's something interesting and nothing too predictable. I do have to say, though, I love the art. Diego Olortegui, again, another name that I probably butchered. It's, you know, it's not uh, amazing, oh my god. But again, like that sequence of fighting with Gabby and then some of the illustrations. Like, she looked cute, it was happy, it was fun, but it was also full of action and really badass, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I really liked it, too. Uh, I hope this series continues, too. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't end surprise with issue number 10 or something. Yeah. All right, last new comic we're talking about. Is Iceman number five. So Sinister had captured Iceman because Iceman literally walked right into the place. But Sinister thought that he accidentally killed Iceman. But oop, nope, this was a decoy. The real Bobby is okay. So nothing silly or predictable there. But anyway, there's a mutant pride parade and the Marauders 2.0 attack the parade. But the Morlocks show up just in time with Bishop, and that's all fun and silly and whatever. But 
couple of things. Number one, Emma shows up. And I was so very happy about that. Because that was hilarious. She's talking to this mutant fashion designer and, like, criticizing her clothes. Like, the way that she makes clothes. And, like, you know, when, like, the marauders start attacking, she leaves her with her coat so she can go fucking, like, study the actual, like, good designs while she goes and fights. And she's wearing black. And it is dope. And I was glad to see Christian in on it, too. And also, we got the first mutant drag queen in the last issue named Shade. And we didn't get much of her. And obviously, we didn't know her power. But it looks like she creates, like, this shadowy abyss thing out of her fan. Yeah. Which was interesting. So that was cool. I was happy to see shade back in this issue and it was kind of funny uh we we posted on instagram there's uh this account x-men fan t-shirts and the artist uh surge does some great work really really creative you guys should go check it out and go buy some stuff too so so there you go so we posted this image that they made of shade and it's a take on rupaul's drag race and it says shade away and Cena Grace, the writer of Iceman, got tagged in it and commented on it and was like, holy shit. And Patty was like, holy shit, it's Cena Grace. <laughs> and and uh, yeah, so he, he Cena Grace commented that Shade was going to show up in this issue and also in X-Men Winter's End, which is something that we got sort of a preview about at the end of this issue. But we hadn't read it yet. This hadn't even come out yet when the, when this happened. So we're like, oh, great. So... So it's cool that this this mutant drag queen is getting some representation and hopefully shows up elsewhere. Yeah, no, I hope so. I, I love her. You know, I thought it was funny how he threw in the, you know, like a few humans were like attending the parade and they were like, oh, yeah, these are always so much fun to go to and stuff yeah. like that. And I'm like, yeah, OK, so this is just like, you know, just like the straight people who like come and watch the pride parades and stuff like that. So there are like I think it's interesting that there are like humans who do that, too, for mutant parades. Oh, that's what the metaphor was? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that, that was really cool. Uh, I really I really like that. I do have to say, though, I was not a big fan of how this all ended. I've had my... Com- We've talked about a couple of issues on the show, and I've always had some complaints about it. But overall, each issue was fun in its own way. I don't remember liking the last issue, number four, very much. But the first three were at least fun on some level. I don't feel like this was such a satisfying conclusion. Basically, you know, Sinister just realized that, like, man, I've been wasting so much time on Summers and Grey, and really, you know, Bobby is really powerful, and let me get in on this. And it just felt like it took, you know, too long to get there, even though it was only five issues. The the team-up with the Amazing Friends was a lot of fun. Seeing Emma get some focus was a lot of fun, but I just feel like, you know, this kind of went out of its way too much to get to this conclusion, that Sinister wanted Bobby because he's he's so powerful. I don't know. It's just maybe if I read them all back to back and I get the appeal of trades in in a way because of that, that I would have found this more satisfying. But it felt a little disjointed. And like I said, it went out of its way a little too much. I don't want to shit all over the series Uh, again. Like we talked about the ongoing when that was when that was out. And I realized the importance of it. I realized that it, it is fun. I do like Iceman as a character. Nothing has changed my opinion of that reading this miniseries or reading that ongoing, but it it, it fell short. Both the ongoing and, and this fell short for me. Yeah, I feel, I feel like I understand what you're saying and that this series would have done a lot better as an ongoing series, and I feel like maybe these were all ideas that he was having when he was writing the ongoing. 
and mm. that these were probably stories that we would have seen had he had the ongoing. Yeah. But since he was really limited, I think he tried packing too many ideas into a miniseries. You know, I still enjoyed it, but I don't know. It it might have been too much for a miniseries. It should have been more. I, in a way, I, I can see what you're saying, but in a way, I feel like it, it could have been less. This could have been part of the ongoing, absolutely. But I feel oh, you like... mean they could have given like two issues to the right. sinister thing? This could but have then been... that wouldn't have the, had the significance. So I, I see what you're saying. It but, could go either way. Yeah, yeah. But and, because I feel like too that some of this was fan servicey without being chesty. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> No, but I, I feel like, you know, so we had Emma in here because the two of them have had a connection in the in the past. We You had the Amazing Friends issue, you know, and if this was just Bobby and Sinister, that kind of stuff wouldn't have been able to happen. Yeah. And, and although uh, it was great to see those things, they didn't serve the overall story, like, at all. Emma didn't need to be involved. Spider-Man and Firestar didn't need to be involved in this, really, you know? It just... Uh, it didn't move to. It didn't move the plot or the story forward at, at all, um, and I kind of feel bad because the dude, the dude commented on our picture, and you know, no, it was really cool. Like I, we're obvious, you know. I can't, but I don't. I don't want to be dishonest. You know, this did. This did fall short for me as a story. Although I did enjoy seeing Emma and seeing the amazing friends and these new Morlocks. You know, that was interesting too. Yeah, and we got shade. And, you know, maybe it was just a pacing issue. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I did like all of the, the issues, like, individually. But um, as one story, I agree, it did feel a little bit disjointed. But I, I loved the issues as, like, you know, single yeah. single issues. And I, I hope that he continues to work on something. It might just be, like, I don't know, he's, like, new or something. I mean, we're going to get X-Men Winter's End, you know. Uh, he's doing that. And that's okay, coming out so... at the end of February. It's a one-shot, as far as I know. So that could be neat. I mean, we're getting fucking old man Ice Wizard in that. <laughs> because he shows up at the end of, of this issue. He, he yeah. just shows up. It's like, what the fuck? And it's like, oh, okay, you're going to get more of that in Winter's End. Because you look at the cover and fucking old man Ice Balls is there. So, <laughs> yeah. So that's going to be a thing that happens. Cool. I'm excited to see that. Because, I mean, we've been talking about the Ice Wizard guy for like... You have. Well, I have. For, for, for many episodes, I love old man ice, ice wizard balls. So, so st- stick around for that. Yeah. Did you like the drag queen shade? Or were you not a big fan? Do you like where Uncanny is going? Or have there been a legion of problems for you? We'll be back before winter's end, right after the commercial break. Man. I loved arcades back in the day, but I had to stand up, move my legs, go to my car, drive there, stand online, be around people, spend money. It was such a hassle. Well, then I've got the solution for your lazy antisocial ass, Geekade. What? Geekade.com is a website that you can look at all by yourself. That's great. I do everything by myself, whether I'd like to or not. Geekade.com has articles about all kinds of geeky topics. So if you love to go into the arcade to play video games, Geekade has got you covered. Also, if you're into comics, movies, wrestling, and TV shows, Geekade.com has articles, podcasts, and videos that are right up your alley. Wow! No one ever talks about my alley! Are you flirting? Check out Geekade.com for all your geek needs. Quickly! Everyone into the Wolver Cave and onto the Wolver Jet! 
Wolverine and the X-Men need saving! I've already visited the Wolver Cave. It's hairy as fuck. We can't do this alone, friend. We're gonna need one million of you. One million people taking turns inside the Wolver Cave? That sounds like a record-breaking gangbang. Jesus fuck, I hope that healing factor works on his asshole. Stop it! One million to save Wolverine and the X-Men is a Facebook page for all fans of Wolverine and the X-Men. One million to save Wolverine and the X-Men has news, artwork, and merchandise for sale. And maybe if one million of us like the page, they'll bring back the cartoon. Who knows? Now stop being such a Wolver jerk and help me save him. I've seen him Wolver jerk too. He does it all the time as he's foraging for beer on the Wolverine channel. Head over to One Million to Save Wolverine and the X-Men on Facebook today. Okay, so for this month's Mutant Memories, uh, we decided that we were going to talk about X-Force. Because we just got X-Force number one. And even though I, in particular, had a few complaints about it, I fucking love X-Force. Uh, I fucking loved New Mutants, and I've gone on about my love for them before on the show. I think Patty also enjoyed New Mutants. Yes. And also enjoyed X-Force. Yes, I love them. And likes X-Men in general. Yes. I think Patty also likes reading comic books sometimes. Yes. yes. <laughs> so, yeah, we read uh, New Mutants 98, 99, 100, and then X-Force 1, because... Uh, <laughs> X-Force 1? X- I'm always, I'm always going to be thinking now... Air Force One. Oh my god. So, yeah, the last the last few issues of New Mutants, like, kind of were necessary to read X- Well, I guess not. Well... The, they were continued in X-Force. Yeah, the last but like... few issues, So if yeah. you didn't read those issues... Because a lot... They crammed... They crammed so much into this. They, they really did. It was... It's still... It's still fun looking back on it, and... Just, like, the the characters that it introduced and all the changes, like, just within these few issues, you know, it was was really interesting. But first of all, New Mutants 98, there's so many first appearances. Yep. So many first appearances. Some fucking businessman named Gideon is working out and punching robots, and I'm looking at it like, what the fuck is with his hair? He's got, it's, like, green, and it's, like, coming out of, like, the sides of his head, but then he's got, like, the long ponytail thing flowing. I like his hair color. <laughs> I feel like I was always very confused about who Gideon was mm-hmm. and if he whether he was alive or not. But I don't remember why, because it's been a while since I read X-Force, at least the earlier issues. Well, I'll tell you what, he's certainly alive here. Yes. In fact, this was his first alive appearance. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about his first dead appearance, but this is the first alive You know appearance. whose first dead appearance it was in here? Oh, what are you going to say? Dead... Cool. Oh man, I I did not I did not know which way you were gonna go with that. Yeah, there were so many different ways you could have gone with the I know. word dead there. I know. Yeah, but I know. I but I, you decided but to I went with pool. Pool after it. Yeah, I see. and then this is the first. You and uh, you and Liefeld, right on the same yeah. wavelength. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, we get each other. <laughs> so uh, this was also kind of the first appearance of Domino, but not really. Wait a second. Yeah, you lying. You lying. Patty, you lying. You lying. Don't play me like that. Don't play me like that. It, we know. It's, it's not really we Domino. No. Spoilers, guys. Spoilers, it was a copycat. Yeah. Named copycat. Right. <laughs> Pretending to be Domino. That's right. Yeah. But but for, for now, we don't know that. So this was Domino. So yeah, so so Gideon, like he's punching some robots and he's mentions having someone in place. And then there's this lady who 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 poisons and kills Emmanuel DaCosta. For those of you who don't know... Mr. DaCosta. Mr. What? 
<laughs> it's it's Bobby's daddy. It's Bobby's dad, not his daddy. It's right, his literal right, right. his, his literal, literal father. <laughs> so you you gotta be careful now when you use that word. All right. <laughs> there was a show called Bobby's World. That's not that Bobby. I watched that show when I was when I was little. It was Howie Mandel was on that. Yeah, he was Bobby. He he was Bobby, and it was a really annoying voice. And I forget where they were from, but the mom had like a North Dakota accent. And it was like, North Dakota, don't you know? Like, don't you know was after like everything she said. I remember like nothing else about that show except for don't you know? I don't remember anything about that show except how he looked. Yeah, he had the big head. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Not well. to be confused with the big heads from Rocco's <laughs> Modern Life. Did you ever watch that show? Talking about the 90s? Yeah, I fucking love Rocco's Modern Life. Yeah, the I've big seen heads. like every episode. The big. All right, whatever. Yeah. whatever. How's, how's your head? <sighs> no complaints. All right, anyway. So the whole thing here is, like, the, the new Mutants roster is dwindling, and Richter, like, decides he's going to go leave to find Wolfsbane, who's in Genosha. And, yeah, in the meantime, Deadpool shows up saying, uh, Mr. Tolliver, who we have no fucking idea who that is yet, uh, hired him to find and kill Cable, and the students attack him, and there is a dope battle. But then suddenly... Domino shows up and is just like, Cable, you called, I came. So that's all the explanation that we need. And for those of you who don't know, the person drawing all of this is in fact Robert Liefeld, known is to his friends. Is like there an, like an, a middle initial F? I want to say F. Robert F. Liefeld? Yeah. Yeah, Robert Fitzpatrick Liefeld. <laughs> that's what his friends call him. Robert Fitzpatrick Liefeld. Accent Junior. on the Feld. Junior the third. Esquire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know. But yeah, so they take out Deadpool and Cable and Domino apparently have some history that we don't know about. They were fucking. <laughs> Jesus. Just pulling back the curtain. Yeah. Just no pull mystery. back her curtains. Just no <laughs> Do the curtains match the carpet? I wonder yes. I wonder if her if, if her if her um if her labia, if her labii, <laughs> the, the, the labii are pale like her. Do you think? Oh. Do you think that mm, the yes. that they are pale labia? Yes. Palabia? If you would. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She got the, it's a medical condition. It's called palabia. Named after Domino. Yes. I, I feel like it's, it's, it's everything. So. It's everything. Her whole body is like that. I, I assume. I, I, I assume she was like dipped in acid or Listen, something. Listen, I agree that the labia are everything. They're <laughs> so, so glossed over sometimes. Right, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. You know? So, trying to, they're trying to get the old team back together. No, they're trying to get a new team back together. That's uh, what it makes sense. New mutants. Yeah, new mutants. It makes sense. You, new, meant to, you meant new. to do that. So, so they already got, they already got a cannonball. They already got boom, boom. Right. And now they need they need more. So they're looking at like uh, headshots of various people that they could contact. Modeling agency. That are modeling agency. So there's like a bunch of the old the old mutants. No, no, no. The old new mutants. So they're like, and now we're not going to bother trying to get like Moonstar or or Magma or whatever. We're just gonna find new people. But but I got I got I got to mention this though because there's this character who was introduced a few issues before this. It's it's a Morlock. So Mask is is you know trying to get this uprising to attack people topside, and and he's got Brute and Hump. This is a character, Patty. 
This character's name is Hump. How are you not already all Thank over this? Thank God for Rob Liefeld <laughs> is all I've got to say. But technically, technically, I think Louise was still was thank, still on his book. Thank God for Louise. This is your grandma. This is my grandma. This is your grandma I love talking her. about humping. Good. She, she, you know, she deserves to do whatever she wants. With poor old Walt. You no, know what? We've, not poor. We've, she's, she's, poor. She's, 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 no, she's not they're, poor. They're, 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 they're angels. They're in love. They can hump. <laughs> I just, oh my God, I can't. I can't. Uh. So they're, they're chasing after Farrell and they're like, you know, like, oh, we're going to make you ugly. And she's like, fuck you guys. And then she, like, starts running away. Yeah. And uh, so Cable is dressed up all fancy. And Warpath is dressed up all fancy. Because he's not part of the Hellions anymore. And Cable is trying to convince James to join. But Roberto has to leave. Roberto has to leave. They're losing him. Because he's in charge of his father's business now. But wait a second. Gideon. Gideon is telling Sunspot that he's in charge of the business. But I thought... That Gideon was the one who had Sunspot's father killed. What? It sounds like Gideon... Espionage. Might... <laughs> it sounds like Gideon might be a bad guy. But he sounds so giddy. Ah! <laughs> uh... Yeah, Get your Get your Gideon! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and then uh yeah so bobby is like uh like oh why why me why not my mom and he's like uh, she's in new guinea or something saving what? saving people i don't care and bobby's <laughs> like she never loved me no i'm just i'm just adding dialogue but she she is in like new guinea or something or so, something some, somewhere yeah shout out shout out to listeners from new guinea oh jesus fucking christ i'm sorry new guinea yeah but like james Drives back home to find that his entire home has been destroyed with a conveniently placed Hellfire Club mask there. And he's, like, really mad. I mean, spoilers, it wasn't the Hellfire Club. But uh, but he doesn't know that. And then, you know, we cut back to Cable being a douche. Like, not caring that Richter left. Not caring that Sunspot has to leave. But Domino does try to explain this to Boom Boom. She's like, you know, you're not kids. You have to make your own decisions. If you want to leave, go fucking leave. Like, this isn't a family, we're at war. And that's the the thing that Cable keeps trying to drive home to them, is like, we are at war. Like, you, we have no time to be all fucking, like, hugging each other, and like, you know, this isn't a picnic. Like, but in the meantime, he's wearing a vest, small glasses, and he looks like a literal father reading his book. <laughs> so, like, like that, you are dad, alright? So, come on. I mean, he's old, is what I'm saying. <laughs> and then he talked about, like his son dying or something and i'm just like what the fuck are you talking about and he's like well i say son but i only knew him for a year and he wasn't actually my son he was just a guy and i, I was like all the time. i was like cable shut the fuck up i do that all the fucking time <laughs> just look at that guy over there in the hat you see that guy patty you gotta look at my son he's literally standing <laughs> right there oh the guy in the hat that's usually how those conversations go i mean you know I mean, it's not used as much now as it was back in, like, 1990, 1991. That was really the height of the My Son craze that swept the United States of America. And we really have Robert Robert Fitzpatrick Liefeld, Esquire, to thank for all of that. Uh, speaking of Robert Fitzpatrick Liefeld, Esquire, he would draw these really interesting angles where... Like, it was like an aerial shot, 
but like the person would be fucking spread eagle. Like their legs would be so far apart to kind of be like dynamic. Like, listen, this guy needs to support his muscular body. So that's why those legs are so fucking far apart. And they're man spreading. <laughs> man spreading? He, he invented man spreading. It's the sequel to mansplaining. Am no, I right? No, it's fucking stupid. I have never heard man spreading. What is. It's, oh, I know. Yeah, what it's you when mean. you're sitting on a subway and some there. fucking asshole guy <laughs> thinks he needs like five feet for his fucking balls and just, <laughs> just spreads his legs out so you have no room and you have to cross your legs. Like, do you think I'm not. I'm, I'm comfortable? And I want to sit like that? No. Fuck you. You don't need five feet for your balls. Some Just grow up. Some women need five feet for their labia. You exactly. Know? Some women suffer from palabia. It's a serious It's a serious medical condition, and some women need to spread, too. Right? Right. right. I'm glad you're on my side on this one. All right, good. All right, so, so, so now we can talk about random boy who falls into the room. Random boy. Random, <laughs> random boy, my son. The random boy who falls... Yeah, my son who, who falls into the room. <laughs> who falls into the danger room. He just shows up. Right. Random boy, starts fighting, Zasvid. Right. Also, also, so since my son's <laughs> reservation was destroyed, my son comes back to the mansion to join my son leading the new team of my three sons. <laughs> but in the meantime... My son, the hairy one, that was my sewer son. That's a sewer daughter. <laughs> the sewer son. Excuse me. That's not what we call them. It's all my son. <laughs> she she sneaks into the mansion, and my son is in the vent. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now it's getting confusing. <laughs> you didn't follow that? No. I did such a good job. Listeners, okay. listen, you gotta you listen. At least I tried. You know you, what I mean? I tried so fucking hard. But, um, no, but so this was interesting. Like, at the very end, it says, of 99, like, uh, final issue in 30 days, find out why. And so I'm like, remember in 1991 when there were still surprises? <laughs> because, yeah, well, you know, because this kind of thing, you know, we knew X-Force was coming out. Uh, X, this, this new X-Force was coming out, like, last fucking summer. But, yeah, so I don't know. Anyway, so, yeah, New Mutants number 100. Cable and Warpath are fighting uh, Shatterstar, and he calls them, like, bad names with Mojo and Spiral in them, so let's guess where he's from. And it was just a really, honestly, it was a cool fighting sequence. Like, we're, we're, we're gonna take jabs at Liefeld's art, but it was really cool fighting sequences. Of course, Cable knocks him out. And Boom Boom mentioned, like, 50 times during this issue not to hurt his face because he was so, so pretty. pretty. Yeah, but Boom Boom finds Feral in the kitchen because she's hungry. So, you know, it's like a fucking party here. Fucking soldiers follow Shatterstar, and then Mask and fucking Brute and Hump show up. And I'm like, how fucking lax is security here? It is literally an asshole party. Um, and uh, Those are my favorite kinds. Asshole parties? Yeah. Well, you don't want to put the asshole on the eye. We've had, we've had, we had a lengthy discussion about this. Yes. About putting, about putting an asshole on an eye. What can yeah. happen, Patty? Since pink you, eye. You studied up on, on the subject pink of asshole eye. You, you eye. can get, you can get pink eye. You can. So you should not put an asshole directly on your eye. Right. Is That's what we're what saying. We now, what hap- what should we do though? If, if an asshole does come into, re- I'm just walking along. <laughs> Right? I'm just walking down the street, and I'm distracted by by my son. I see my son off in the distance. (laughs) 
and just randomly out of nowhere, boom, asshole to the eye. Patty, what should I do? Go directly to the hospital. <laughs> you have you have pink eye or herpes. <laughs> also, wash your hands after you touch your anus. <laughs> Yeah, so so all these all these fucking you know soldiers show up, and so Pharaoh just kind of runs along with like boom boom, and like they're gonna go they're gonna go fight, um, and uh, so they defeat the soldiers from Mojo World, and then so this is hilarious. This is so anticlimactic. Like after first fighting Sh- Shatterstar, then fighting these soldiers from Mojo World, then Mask shows up with brute and hump and at this point cable is like bitch i am so done with this shit takes out his gun and bam just fucking shoots brute right in the head and mask is like bro bro, wait why you gotta shoot my guy (laughs) like we just wanted we just wanted our kid back oh you want to see a real superpower bam yeah superpower bullet to the fucking head and yeah, so so that's it. At the end of the issue, they're just like, "Oh, we're putting together an X Force," and then and then there's a fucking epilogue with Strife, who finally takes off his helmet, and it looks like Cable. What? But it is Cable. Wait, whoa! Wait a <sighs> second! Wait a second! Are you telling me that Cable is playing for both teams? Yes, he's playing. Wink, for- wink. What do you got to say about this? I just think Strife is like the stupidest fucking character. I'm why? sorry. But he's got just, a he's got a Y instead of an I. You know he's for real. I just think the whole storyline with Strife went on for like fifteen years and That's about right. Yeah, and so like it was just so anticlimactic and like I didn't give a shit about Strife in the first place anyway. I I don't know, it was fucking stupid. But why? Like the Y in his name, Patty, why? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm glad that I don't remember too much about that yeah. whole stripe story because it was so goddamn stupid. It, it, you know what? It doesn't even matter. We don't we don't got to talk about. Good, it, right? good. We'll, We're talking we'll, about X Force number, number one now. One. Okay, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that some other time. This issue I fucking loved. I loved. And if you didn't know this, this was part of the fucking little argument with some random dude trying to take down Rob Liefeld on Twitter, who was like. Who was like giving him shit for, you know, his art and the sales on the comics, how he had nothing to do with it. And was like, bro, fucking New Mutants 100, X-Force number one, they literally broke records. I know X-Men number one came out shortly after and broke those records, but you can you can hate the guy, you can hate his art, you can hate both or whatever. But, I do. But still, <laughs> and still, like it or not, he created a lot of important characters, or co-created a bunch of important characters. And, so like Stanley. And he so we take his characters, but leave the message. And <laughs> what? The other and way around. He we- helped to determine like the look for comics for a while, and not for nothing, but this was at a time when comics were booming. I know people in the time were stupid, and, you know, eventually the bubble burst and there was a big fucking industry collapse, but but still, this guy was, was a major player in all this, and he was like a rock star when he was younger. I'm not saying that, like, he's a good person. I'm not saying that he's a great artist, but I'm saying that, like, he was a big part of comic book history, and you don't, <laughs> at this point in his career, after all the success, after the, the movies that have come out, which we're not going to talk about, don't try to take this guy down a peg. Like, you're, it's not going to work. I mean, 
I don't like him. That's His fine. art is shitty. That's fine. But I feel like he knows that he's a shitty person and he makes shitty artwork. So and, you know what? But Who gives else? a shit? Here's something else, Patty. We are not going to at him on Twitter. That's true. <laughs> we're like, I'm, we're not doing it. We're not doing it. So, so it is what it is. If you know, fucking live and let life out. Um, <sighs> so, so yeah, no, this was a great issue. Immediately they're going after the mutant liberation front, and I love that team. I love that team. But early in the issue, there's this one shot of Feral's butt. Fine, I'm all for Feral butt. You know, <sighs> butt in the wild. Well, you know, but the tail is coming from the far right on her butt cheek. So there you go. There's the fucking jab at Liefeld's art right there. Another panel, I believe it was in this issue. I could be wrong. Or one of the final issues of New Mutants. There's this one panel of Sam just standing. And there are tons of lines just directed yes. right at his penis. Just just right there. All roads. Here it is, ladies. All roads. All roads point to penis. <laughs> Like, what were you doing, man? And before, when I mentioned how the aerial shots of the, the man spreading, like, like Cannonball was standing there, like, with his butt forward. So it looked like he was kind of, like, air humping as he was yelling at Cable. I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. But some of these character designs were really cool. Yes. From the MLF. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was Reaper. Yeah. There was Zero. And those are the ones that I think are cool. But then there was really also- zero. I thought zero Mo- was fucking awesome. More so than like Wildside oh, or yeah, like Sumo Wildside. or Kamikaze. Yeah, no, I thought that I thought that zero was like the coolest character. <laughs> zero was like a I pale, liked I liked his power. White robot with literally yeah. a fucking black zero on his face. Yeah, yeah. The, best I, design. Yeah, best, best girl. Design ever. Best girl. Best design, and he was all white. So I think he's suffering from Palabia, too. <laughs> so uh, then there was also Thumbelina, and I think that was all of them. Was that all of them? Well, no, there were more. Well, I mean, who there, cares? There I were, don't remember what? any of them. Stop. I love Dragoness and Strobe. There, there were probably more that I... You're right. Oh, well, Rusty and Skids were, you know, part of this team, too. They weren't here for this fight, but I thought this was, this was crazy because this wasn't like the X-Men, you know, like an official X-Men team fighting them. Fucking when they go into battle, Shatterstar is like, I'm going to fuck up the first one leading this pack. And it happens to be Reaper. So what does Shatterstar do? Just fucking slices off his hand and it goes flying. And Reaper's like, what the fuck, bro? Feral Yeah, Reaper was great. I thought Reaper had a really cool design. Yeah, Reaper did have a really cool design. And Feral grabs Wildside by the face and breaks his jaw. Like, what? that's just, that's amazing. I, I loved this. This is honestly like so cathartic like this is what i felt like i was missing when i was reading every issue of x-men up to this point i was like violence the severe violence (laughs) i mean not just that but like the whole like oh x-men don't kill thing i'm like okay well if you don't kill fucking you know mr sinister like okay to be fair you did you know he's just gonna come back every fucking week and you know just fucking you know exterminate him um jesus so so this is this is what i was missing out on i was like why don't we have a team of just like killers killers yeah like punisher (laughs) kind of but like x-men and and then that's that's what this was even though the art was garbage oh and there was somebody in one of these issues who mentioned that shatterstar did look like longshot and i think even shatterstar mentioned something about longshot being on this world or something 
I don't remember exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope. You're you're right. You're right. Um, because he mentioned the X Men. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's how he ended up. I didn't even mention that. Fuck. But yeah, that's how he ended up in the fucking danger room to begin with. It's because he was looking for the X Men and he found these guys. Oh um, right. But uh, things work out. You know, things things work out. No, that was just it was such an awesome battle. Strife manages to just fucking get away. So they obviously moved out of the X Mansion. Because literally, the last couple of issues, it was a party. You had fucking Deadpool knew where they were. Shatterstar, the people, the soldiers from Mojo World knew where they were. The Morlocks knew where they were. So they decided to make a base in Larry Trask's old Sentinel base in Colorado. And the only thing I think was missing was a map. Like schematics. Because I fucking love when they do like the schematic layout of like a base. Yeah. And I just love when they do that in comics. But, but Liefeld didn't do that. He was busy drawing lines to the cannonballs. Oh, that was, yeah, that was good. Right to the cannonballs. Oh, and and this ends with Sunspot and Gideon at their business meeting. And Black Tom shows up and is like, oh, you're hostage. And then in a couple of issues, there is a lot of dope fun with the Juggernaut and Spider-Man. And it was fantastic. But I fucking loved this first issue of X-Force. I remember reading this as a kid. And, like, literally, that, that page where Shatterstar cuts off Reaper's hand and it goes flying towards like like where the camera would be you know just fucked me up like oh my god like this this is comics this is dope i love this it this was this was post comic code this this was post comic code so fuck your comic code <laughs> show me show me the blood and gore and the titties is what I'm saying, and that's that's pretty much what this series was. Yeah, yeah, at least for a while. Yeah, no, it was it was really good. Like I said earlier, a lot was crammed into the final few issues of New Mutants. At the time, it kind of made sense. You know, Richter wanting to go save Wolfsbane, um, Sunspot leaving. They did a, a decent job of setting this up and cramming a lot within a short period of time. Even though, honestly, it's kind of silly how much it was and how quickly the ch- the team changed. But then leading into X-Force number one, I just, I love that comic. It was so fucking good. And again, say what you will about Liefeld's art, but there is some good stuff in there, you know? There's some interesting character designs. It is really iconic. The battles were cool. Sure, the feet were wrong. Some of the lines were wrong. The the man spreading was wrong. The faces were ugly. <laughs> yeah. The faces were weird. He still draws faces like that. He still, yeah, he's still, I mean, he, you could see how he's changed. They have, like, that tight-lipped, like, grandma, like, who looks angry and, like, she's, like, shaking a finger at you. That's, like, the face that he draws. He should draw that. He, should, he should draw a comic about angry grandmas. <laughs> you know what I mean? Angry beavers meet angry grandmas. Oh, they're the real angry beavers, you know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was it was a great time. So I wanted to talk about this because, you know, we got we just recently got X Force number one. I I am excited to see how this series goes. The way that the team was kind of set up wasn't, you know, it wasn't this elaborate. Even though I can't really call this too elaborate, but you know, they kind of just banded together. You know, when extermination was going on and the kids were being threatened, and then all of a sudden they're on this this mission together and they want to go after Kid Cable. I, I we said it last episode. I, I want to see more words between the team and Kid Cable, uh, and and I'm I really hope that the series picks up. I hope it I hope it does well. I wanna I wanna like it, and I want it to go on for a long time. Yeah, I I am all for another X Force. I missed X Force. I'm excited for more. It's one of my favorite series. 
So that'll do it for this episode of Mutant Musings. Thanks for joining us, and don't forget to leave us a comment on geekade.com and 1 million to save Wolverine and the X-Men on Facebook. Leave us feedback on iTunes, follow us on Instagram at mutant underscore musings underscore podcast, and on Twitter at Mutant Musings. What did you think of the Iceman miniseries, and how do you feel about Domino's series ending? Join us next time when we'll be discussing some new comics and some news, and until then... Hump was right. Hump. <laughs>